Hey, this is Rabbi Zev Bennett. You're listening to the Daily Halacha, Kabbalah, and Machshava podcast series. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying this content, there are two things you could do to help support what it is that we're doing. One is totally and absolutely free, and one actually is a way you could support us even on a financial level. The free option is you can head over to our YouTube channel and you can subscribe there. So we're putting out new content there every week, and the subscription support on the YouTube channel really helps us and allows us to get more and more of this type of Torah out into the world. So totally free, zero effort for you. you just click the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is you sewed blocks the same as this channel and if you want to do even more to support what is it we're doing and you really love this torah so much and you want to help us do what it is that we're doing to get it out into the world at higher and higher levels you can head over to yesodblocks.com where you can subscribe there join our growing subscriber community and that's where all of the really really full picture all the extended series all the deeper uh, holistic integrated torah that really takes what we're doing at this particular channel to a very very high level torah that's i think to to a large degree not really being shared in the world enough and needs to be shared much more so you can help support what we're doing by subscribing there we're in a campaign right now to get to a thousand subscribers uh at the at the site at the so join us today and help us to continue to put this out there at greater and greater and greater levels of depth and breadth so please join us there uh this episode we are actually continuing in in the, in the next siman we're up to siman nun bet which is um uh, section 52 in Orachayim, the regular halachos, uh, daily halachos. And uh, as, as you may know, if you've already been listening to this channel, the idea here is to take each of these halachos and dig down to the deep Kabbalah spirituality underlying principles that are expressed by the halacha to allow those who are searching for the depth of halacha to access that depth as they learn regular halacha. And we actually have also a couple of more series in development now uh, at yisobloks.com, taking other texts that are Torah texts that are things like like mainstream Gemara, Halacha, uh, Mishnah, things like that, to start to show how to dig deeper uh, into all these texts and actually see what they're embodying. Uh, and so that's for the, for people who are looking for that kind of depth. And, and on the flip side, there's lots of people who are also very deeply spiritual and, and relate to Torah on a spiritual level, but are looking for how does that translate into the practical world of Halacha that we hear about, how to actually live the Halacha lifestyle. So this is designed to help with both ends of that problem, both the deep side searching for the practical and the practical side searching for the deep. And so we're trying to achieve here. So in Siman Nunbet, there's only really one Halacha, and it's kind of long. So we're going to we're going to try to cover the entire thing because this way we can start uh, next week on Monday with the next Siman, Siman Nun Gimel. And so there's just Halacha Aleph, Halacha number one in Siman Nunbet, section 52. And this halacha is about, we're, we're still uh, wrapping, we're kind of wrapping up now with um, the halachos of Pesuket Zimra. And as I mentioned in previous episodes, Pesuket Zimra is this section of tefillah that is section number two. And it is designed to uh, help us enter into the world of conviction, the space of emotional conviction. And there are layers to the way that we're structured. And the first layer is our practical and physiological expression in the world, uh, actually correlating with the world of halacha. That's the, the world of practical. And that's the first part of the morning tefillah process. And the second part is this world of sukkah zimra, which is the next level inwards, going inwards towards the level of consciousness, level of the self, the level of the neshama. Level two is this world of, of emotional conviction. That's what sukkah zimra is analogous to it's also analogous and correlates with um it's the, the the level of uh, what's called the olamo 
looked in Kabbalah, the the the, sec, the second level of Olamot here is the Olam HaYetzira, which is also the same thing, the Olam HaTiferet, the concept of Tiferet, which is essentially what your emotional convictions are. And in this particular case, we're looking at Hashem's emotional convictions. In other words, what does Hashem, what does Hashem care about as a, a character in the story of life? Because Hashem plays kind of like a dual role. Um, and Hashem is beyond existence, transcendent. That's what the name Yud Kevav Ke means. But Hashem also is manifest within existence, and it has, and to the degree that He is connected to and interrelating with existence, He has things that He wants, and that that we can think of it as the concept of what's called Selim Elokim. That we have, we are created in the in the structural structural analogy of Hashem. We are the microcosmic version of Hashem's macrocosm. So. You can think of it as uh, that Hashem also uses the same machinery to relate to otherness, and that before the whole dynamic of creation ever ever began, and there was before there was this otherness that we essentially manifest, there was only oneness. There was only Hashem, the one self, and then uh, and that's the, the the and to to describe what that is is actually a, that's a whole series on Yisodblocks.com. So I'm not going to go into that too deeply here, just because it's going to take us a few hours to even get anywhere with that. But the short idea here is that Hashem was just there. Was just one the the there was total unity total oneness and there was no concept of space of time of distance of relativity of otherness and so that's that, that and then Hashem essentially generated this um context in which there was suddenly the capacity for there to be otherness and then he also generated um we can call it partial consciousnesses partial awarenesses which is what we are we are partial selves we each of us is a and neshama is a partial consciousness a fragment of consciousness that is now searching for its totality searching for the rest of itself for its whole and so we have these tools these machines that we use to do that which is what our body is our emotions our thoughts our perceptions we use those tools to relate to each other to reality and to create more and more awareness and so Hashem also designed that same exact machinery for himself in an, an analogy to us and parallel to us and that's why we actually have the ability to relate to Hashem and he can relate to us because essentially he designed the mechanisms that he uses to intersect with, with reality to be um, the same for himself as they are for us and so that's the that we're, we're trying to access the world of emotional conviction from from Hashem's side in other words how does Hashem, what does Hashem care about what is Hashem interested in in the world within the realm of these things within the realm of these these tools that Hashem also has for himself well if we have those tools and he has those tools what does he care about and we uh, have the capacity to distort our tools because we have what's called das tovara the 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 result of eating from the eta das the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the story of Bereshus, we have the ability to actually develop perceptions that are a function of our own personal preference and not a function of reality we can do that at will we can do that at of habit we can do that of experiential struggle and trauma and so the work of tefillah is to dig into the different layers within us and actually try to bring them all into alignment with what's real and not to live in a world of fantasy or not to live in a world of distortion where we think things work a certain way and they actually don't but we are convinced of it because we are very very deeply immersed and embedded in our own perceptions and that's the world of psukhita zimra the world of emotional conviction and a lot more to say about that we're gonna have a whole series of psukhita zimra uh, on yesodblocks.com in a little bit uh going through the actual words also the paragraphs what they're each supposed to co uh, convey and create inside of our minds that's coming soon so you can check that out at yesoblocks.com when it comes out um, so th this halacha though is, is talking specifically about something we discussed also in an earlier episode which is that there is this there is because there is this total structure of tefillah there are like different markers along the way that are that have unique significance because 
Um, if, we, if we look at it as there are actually these four levels, there's there's the, the brachos we say before Psuket Zimra, like uh, Birchos HaShachar, which is the world of practical, then we have Psuket Zimra itself, which is this section that is supposed to be part of the, the reflecting the emotional conviction dynamic, then we have, after that is what's called um, Birchos Kriyashma, and then we have Shmona Esrei, and so these other two sections are levels three and four, the Olam HaBriah, Olam HaAtzilut, and so these are layers of reality that, or they're supposed to correlate with layers of reality, layers of Hashem's machinery, uh, how Hashem, how Hashem um, relates to the world in deeper levels beyond just emotional connection, how Hashem thinks about the world, how Hashem fundamentally perceives the world using the lenses uh, that are truth lenses, because Hashem's lenses do not get distorted. Hashem sees things as they are, and the way that he sees them actually makes them the way that they are. So his, you could think of his perceptual lenses as the ones that are de- determinant. They're deterministic. They determine what is. And so those lenses essentially make things the way that they are, and there's only small gaps in those lenses uh, to the degree that there is some kind of space left for us. In other words, Hashem perceives us as as freely choosing. So since he perceives us that way, that means that he actually does not really, from that perspective, through the world of 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 the of these lenses, the world of Hashem's perceptions, Hashem does not really know what we're going to choose. Now, more deeply uh, and beyond that, on the, when you look at Hashem from the transcendent side of things, then Hashem actually does know what we're going to choose. He actually already chose it, and there actually is no us. And so that's actually a paradoxical truth that within the lower phases of reality, we experience ourselves as, as utterly separate and freely choosing, and it's not an illusion. It's 100% true that we have free will and can completely choose our path, um, but there is this paradoxical dynamic in which Hashem operates on two completely opposite levels, what's called the Yudke Vavke level and the Elohim level, and these two things are paradoxical opposites. And if that confuses your brain a little bit, that makes sense, because we live within a linear reality of the world of time and space, and so we say, well, things either are this way or that way, but Hashem is actually the source of that logic, the source of otherness, the source of relative relative logic and dual logic and all these, these types of ways of thinking. They are actually endemic to our reality, and they are not... Uh, they're not. They're not. They're not objective existing phenomena. They are. They are actually creations. These ways of thinking. And so the point I'm making with all this is that that these are the higher levels of the tefillah structure, the tefillah process, and each of them is kind of constructed out of different things. And so there's a couple of markers here we need to know about. So one marker is that in level three there is the halacha of kriyachma, the, the mitzvah of kriyachma. The Torah says we're supposed to read certain psukim, certain verses from the Torah every day, twice a day. And so Chazal, the sages of the Talmud, they built uh, an entire system um, of level three, what's called Birchos Kriyashma, special brachot that we say to develop awareness of why we're saying Kriyashma, what exactly is the world, what exactly is our day, and, and, and Kriyashma, is the, these verses, these psukim are profoundly deep, in fact the very first one articulates the point I just made about paradoxes and, and, and oneness and otherness, uh, how Hashem is, is all of reality versus Hashem is actually just a character in reality, that's, that's Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkein Hashem Echad, we're going to talk more about that, that verse later on in, in later episodes when we get to that in Halacha. But the point is that we have all of these different markers, different things along the way in, in, in our tefillah. And so the question is, well, what happens if you come late to tefillah? If you come late um, to to the group of people that you're doing tefillah with, what we call today going to davening, davening in a shul, in a synagogue. So let's say, let, let's say you, you're, jo- you're going to join this tefillah group and you come late. So why does that matter? So the reason it matters is because the the fourth level of the level of tefillah of tefillah of Shmona Esrei is supposed to be that that's supposed to be the ultimate tefillah. The the three levels before that are kind of like prepping for that. And there's also a halacha of tefillah, mitzvah of tefillah. Every day we're supposed to engage in the process of tefillah, which is the process of alignment, aligning ourselves with Hashem. And so 
And that means on the level of perception, going all the way to the deepest parts of ourselves, and actually aligning those parts with Hashem. Um, and so that's what Shmon Esrei is supposed to be. Level four, this list of seven of, of 19 different special brachot that are supposed to relate to the totality of reality in a particular structure. They're designed to trigger, not that, that, that those words are to feel themselves, but they're designed to trigger the, the, dynamic, the inner dynamic of aligning ourselves with Hashem on the level of our perceptions, the level of depth of our basic ratzon, what we actually want, to say ratzon chakir no, to make your ratzon your will uh, uh, aligned with Hashem's will. That's the whole point of that level, level four. Now, you're supposed to do that in a group, what's called tefillah b'tzibur. Ideally, we're supposed to get together with, um, especially men. Men are, men. There's, there's a longer discussion about men and women, but the idea here is to have um, ten different men, each one representing one fragment of the structures of, of reality. The reality, the structure of reality is made up of ten different um, lenses, ten different tools, ten different fragments, and so we're supposed to have ten different men get together and create this totality structure to achieve tefillah b'tzibur, and then anybody else can join along with that, that group of ten, but that's the idea is to have these ten pillars, ten fundamental uh, uh, representatives for each, each of these ten different lenses, or ten different uh, layers, we'll call them, and so what's called the sfirot, and so the uh, that's the idea of having tefillah b'tzibur. So let's say you get to, to, to Shul and you're actually late, and so then Let's say there are already 10 people there, the 20, 20 men that are there, but you're late and you want to, and this, this, and this is true whether you're a man or a woman, you want to engage in tefillah b'tzibur with the rest of the group. In other words, you want to say, Shmona Esrei, this, uh, this, this the level four section of tefillah, you want to say that with the entire group. That's the whole idea, is you want to say it with them and engage in tefillah b'tzibur with them, but you're late. So if you're late, that means that now what do you do? Because you have, you're supposed to first go through the first three levels, the level of brachot, the level of tzuket zimmer, level of berchos kriyashma. And so if, you, if you're late, then you might not have time to do that and still actually reach tefillah b'tzibur uh, and reach the level four with the actual group. So what do you do? So that's what this halacha is about. So let's just read it now and see exactly what it says and try to cover as much of this as we can, uh, this one halacha here. So it says here, Let's say a person arrives in Beit HaKnesset, in the, the remnant that we have today of the Beit HaMikdash. Uh, we lost the Beit HaMikdash, the temple, as it's called it. That, that was supposed to be the tool we would use to incrementally receive, receive Hashem's presence uh, over time and eventually make ourselves able to fully carry Hashem's presence like Moshe. That was the goal of the Beit HaMikdash, so now we lost that. Uh, and it, things kind of went south on that project, and now we're left only with the Beit HaKnesset, that's the remnant of that, so it's, it's what's called today the synagogue. Uh, so if you come there, and you find that the Tzibur, the group, is already at, at the end of Sukkot Zimra, they've already finished it, so what do you do then? Because now you're running late, so you can get a, you're, if, you don't, if you don't catch up now, you're going to be off schedule, and you're going to start to run into problems. On the other hand, we're supposed to say all of Tzuket Zimra, right? We discussed in previous episodes also, you have a bracha in the beginning, Baruch Shemar, a bracha in the end, Ishtabach, uh, and that those brachot are designed to create consciousness connection between Hashem and the process of Tzuket Zimra. And then we have all these paragraphs inside of Tzuket Zimra in between those two brachot. They're supposed to say in order without interrupting. Uh, and so we learned about that also in previous episodes. So what do you do now? So he says, what you do is you say Baruch Shemar, Ad Mehulab Tishbachot, till the end of that bracha, you basically then say, you say the paragraph of Ashrei, and then he starts telling you how you're supposed to skip, and he gives you a few different ones, he lists them out. These are different, uh, different. he's just singling out different paragraphs now and saying, skip this one, say that one, say that one, skip this one. Um, so that's basically what he says. He says, these are the ones that you should say. If, in other words, you're running a little late, but you can still catch up, but you need to skip a little bit. So here are the ones that you say, here are the ones that you skip. And the reason for that is because there are more central 
uh, paragraphs implicated Zimra and less central ones. And so certain ones are much more fundamental. And so those ones, we want to make sure we hit those. Um, but the ones that are that are less fundamental slightly, it's okay if you skip those in a situation where you have no other choice. It's not supposed to happen to begin with, but obviously we all uh, are late different times. We, have, we actually have lives, lots of different things going on. So when it does happen, this is how you're supposed to deal with it. And then he says, this is now the Ashkenazi uh, he says, If you have more time, and you realize you have more time, so he says he lists another, a number of other things that you can add in, that you, instead of skipping them, and kind of gives you more hierarchical uh, prioritization, like, well, if you have a few more minutes, then say this, if you have even more minutes than that, then say this extra. Um, and then he says, Then say the bracha at the end, and then you start level 3, and then you can do tefillah with the group, with the tzibor, and then you achieved the goal, which was to actually get to Shmon Esrei and say it with the group. And then he says, you don't have enough time to do that. And he starts telling you even more things you can cut out, and he goes to the point where he says, if, you, if you're... Um, or actually here the the bit before that he says Haga this is now the Ashkenazi posting again he says Haga im od ain't if you really have no time lo yomar rak baruch shemar tila David veishtabach you should just say baruch shemar and the paragraph of Ashrei and just yishtabach because the paragraph of Ashrei is the minimum uh, and most fundamental paragraph that we have to say um, so that's what you would do in a situation like that. Uh, and then he goes on and says, and let's say you're so late that you can't even say any of Psukei Zimra because you're never going to catch up then. Um, so he says you could skip it. If the group already started level three, the Birchos Kriyashma, and there's no time for you to say any of Psukei Zimra, even a little bit, even skipping some of it, you should say Kriyashma with the group. And then say Shmona Esrei with them. And then after that, you should go back and you should read all of the paragraphs of Psukit Zimra, but not say the bracha of Baruch Shemar, not say the bracha at the end of Ishtabach. Just to say at least to get kind of get the the ideas, the feel of the paragraphs. You should say that, um, but not uh, not say the bracha before and after because since it's out of order now and no longer in the structure, the the the, the series it's supposed to be in, where level two is now in its proper place, you would not introduce it with the bracha before and after, and, and there's actually even a little more depth to that, because you kind of already finished the ultimate Shmona Esrei dynamic, so now the ideas of the brachot, uh, Baruch Shemar and Ishtabach are no longer really super relevant, so that's basically, there's a lot more to say about that, but that's the, the main idea here. And then he says, You should make sure that you say all the brachot uh, that you're supposed to say um, in, the, in, in the morning. In other words, if you came late, the assumption is that maybe you didn't have a chance to say a lot of the other brachot, like the birchot hashachar, um, and maybe some of the, the birchot Torah, things like that, that we discussed also in earlier episodes. So make sure to say all of those things. And so here also the Mishnah Brewer adds in that um, the, uh, the main priority, he says that if you see you're not going to make it, you're not going to actually make it up to Tefillah B'Tzibur, you're not going to be able to say Shemona with the group, then you shouldn't rush this, you shouldn't you shouldn't skip things and cut them out, and, uh, and that's, and, and, you know, because you might think, well, why don't I just skip everything? Why don't I skip Psukei de Zimra and Birchos Kriyashma and say them all afterwards and just say Shemona right now? Let's say I get there and the, and the group is up to, is up to Shemona already right now, they're about to start. I should skip everything and just say Shemona Esrei. So the Mishnah Brewer here says you're not supposed to do that um, because you actually, like, the, there's actually one piece that we're going to learn about later on when we get to level four, um, that the connection of the end of Birchos Kriyashma to the beginning of Shmon Esrei is super, super important and actually takes precedence over even saying Shmon Esrei with a group. So then that, what you basically see from this whole this whole halacha, this whole section, is that there's a lot of different, there's a, there are hierarchies here in terms of um, which things are, are 
are most fundamental and, and which and how to cut things out in order. And there's, there's two takeaways. One is to understand that hierarchy. And two is to understand that life is, is messy. Halacha is not just a system which says, here's what you're supposed to do like a robot. You have to be there every day and, and constantly get everything right. Uh, our lives are filled with mistakes and filled with struggle and filled with confusion and filled with pain. And so there are plenty of times where things don't go the way that we want. And I actually have a whole discussion of this um, in a recent episode also on your blocks, this awareness that... Um, and, and even also in this series, this awareness that um, that that there are there's there are systems in halacha not just for when you're successful and doing what the Torah wants you to do in terms of growth, but also the Torah has maps of what to do when we deal with mistakes, how to actually process our errors, how to actually process our struggles and the complexity of our lives. And if you think the Torah is only about getting everything right and then you and not and not relating to the the rest of, of our lives, the distortions, the complexities, the mistakes, then it's very easy to just be like when when you mess up and or you when you can't actually achieve what the Torah is saying to do, then you start saying, well, I'm a failure, I can't do this, and like I give up. So the Torah is a map of the totality of reality, including the the things that that are what, what we can use as tools to succeed, and also what to do when we have struggles, problems, failures, mistakes. Uh, there's tons and tons and tons of halacha and Torah about all of that, and that's really what the Siman says. So don't make yourself too crazy, um, and don't say, well, well, the only halacha I know is you're supposed to get to Shol and Dav in there. It's not the only halacha. There's an entire Siman that we just learned that's all about uh, the the what to do when it doesn't go that way, and you actually need to figure out how to balance and prioritize different things and cut things out. That is something which is also part of halacha, and you're supposed to do that in that situation. You're not supposed to say to yourself, well, I'm a failure, but you're supposed to say, here's what I'm supposed to do according to the halacha in this scenario. Hope that was helpful and useful and thanks again for tuning in check us out at yoursoulblocks.com and please 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 if you have at least even on the free side you can subscribe to our youtube channel and really support we're doing it really help a lot so thanks again so much for tuning in and looking forward to having you join me for the next episode